This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Good morning and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. This is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Listeners, as always, if you'd like more information about what you hear on this fine radio show today, please go to our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Once on the radio page, you can listen to many of our previous shows that my fine co-host Tony Shore and I do every week. Lots of educational resources on there. You could also listen to our program on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And there's lots of other great resources on our website. So please just don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions you might have that are set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Now, listeners, one of the main questions I've been getting in the last couple of years since COVID has kind of been in part of our world is, can I retire early? You know, that, that comes up so often. And so one of the most common ways to potentially retire early is by using what's called the FIRE method, which stands for the Financial Independence Retire Early. Okay. And at its most basic, FIRE is intended to help you save enough money to retire before you're 65. FIRE has been highlighted often in so many articles and news stories lately that I thought it would just be a great idea, an excellent topic for us to discuss today. And so I'm going to bring in my fine co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, to help us explore that topic in more detail. All right. Well, thank you so much, Nick, for having me on the show. Uh, It's been uh, a crazy week for me. I want to apologize to our listeners if I sound a little congested. I'm coming over a cold, coming off a cold, I hope, uh, getting over it here. But other other than that, I've been great. Uh, And I just went down to see my parents, probably where I caught the cold, but uh, it was good to visit with them. How have you been, Nick? What's going on over there? Things are great. You know, I was just telling Tony before we started the show that we're finally getting some precipitation here in the Rogue Valley. Yeah, a little snow. snow in the higher elevation, which is oh. phenomenal. And so um, you can't beat that. Oddly enough, the topic of the show is fire today, and we don't want fire in the Rogue Valley. And no. so we like as much precipitation as we can get, Tony. Well, eventually the snow will melt and become that precipitation. But that's right. A- until then, yeah, it would be better if it's rain. Uh, but snow, it's crazy, especially this late in the year, isn't it? Yeah, we, we tend to have, uh, you know, a couple of storms here and there and who knows when, I mean, it's, it's been a, it's been a dry season so far for us. So we'll take anything we can get. I'll tell you that. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's for sure. And, um, regarding this topic, obviously I'm sure we have some listeners out there, Nick, that would like to retire early. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people think about retiring early or at least fantasize about it. Um, but that there's that old saying, you know, when you love your job, it doesn't feel like work. And I've said that often. I mean, as long as my voice holds out, which it isn't doing that great today, <laughs> uh, but I'm still here. You notice that, right? Uh, I did. Because I, I, this isn't a job to me. I, I love doing what I do. I love radio. So, um, but uh, so that's how I feel about co-hosting the show for you. But as far as fire is concerned, I've, I've heard a little bit about that before. Um, it's kind of a movement, uh, but just in a kind of sort of way. So I'm eager to hear what you have to say about it. 
Yeah. And you know, uh, I love my job too, Tony. Part of the reason why I like it is because of education, like this topic we're going to talk about today and helping people try to figure out uh, if some strategy like this could work for them. And so first and foremost, it's important to recognize that the fire movement is about you know, far more than just a few calculations written down on a piece of paper. Okay. And fire basically has two main components. The first component is gaining financial independence. And the second component is retiring early. And so to that end, fire requires you to save and invest aggressively during your career so that you can create a nest egg uh, and passive income that will allow you to leave the workforce. Now, now at an earlier age, um, than most of your peers uh, and colleagues. And, and that's as a result of all of that great savings that you are able to accomplish. Uh, it does depend on your current financial circumstances as well as your goals. And it's not uncommon for those who embrace this philosophy of the FIRE approach to want to retire in their 40s and 50s, Tony. And so very, very early on for some people if they're willing to save. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that and that's a good point. I mean, uh, you know, the fire movement is all about retiring early and as comfortably as possible, which sounds great in theory. I mean, obviously, that sounds <laughs> good. that sounds good to me. But how does that actually work? Sure. So it begins by obviously, um, you know, assessing how much you actually are going to spend annually. Yeah. OK. And then from there, your total expenses can basically be multiplied by uh, a number of twenty five. OK. And so when that money is invested mainly in equities, it may be enough to allow you to live off those proceeds for as much as three or four decades when you withdraw 4% of your total investment. So let me just give you an example here, Tony, that, that a lot of people could relate to. If your annual budget is $50,000 a year, okay, and, um, and, and you're trying to accomplish this FIRE method, you're going to want to set your savings goal at about $1.25 million. And that's 25 times the 50,000 annual and expenses that we're talking about. Now, once you've met that goal, you could potentially retire and begin withdrawing 4% a year of your 1.25 million, which is 50,000 a year. And that's the simple math behind it. Yeah. So again, the this fire movement sounds intriguing, but from what you're saying there, Nick, it sounds like something you wouldn't want to fully embrace without the help of someone like yourself, a financial professional, especially if investing is going to be part of the overall strategy, which I would assume it has to be, right? Yeah. And we talked about investing specifically in equities, which is uh, inherently risky, right? Yes. And so there are many risks that um, that take place when you invest in equities and the equity markets and invest in your money. And so you definitely have to sit down with a financial professional and talk about this strategy and talk about what options are available that would put you in the situation to be able to accomplish this main goal. But, but Tony, when it comes to the fire method, you have options other than just investing in equities as well. And, uh, you know, you could potentially purchase some real estate or develop a side business that ultimately creates enough passive income that you can eventually use to cover those monthly expenses. Like we talked about, and you know, your, your approach will mainly come down to your preferred retirement lifestyle. That's a big topic we've discussed on the show a bunch, you know, um, and so there's many different types of fire strategies. Um, you know, one of those is the fat fire, which is, um, having enough to live the style that you really want. And, and then there's the barista fire. Wait, what did okay? you call the, me? <laughs> I didn't did call you? you anything. Come on, Mr. Short. <laughs> um, <laughs> the barista fire method is okay. where you have saved enough money to quit your corporate job, but you still are going to have a part-time job, like something like a coffee shop. 
Sure. Okay. Uh, and then there's a couple of other interesting fire methods that have come come about. Um, there's the slow fire method, which is working toward financial independence at your own kind of pace, um, you know, with the goal of having to save enough money in your retirement accounts that you don't have to make any further contributions because the amount that you have is going to grow in the years that you need it to, to get you to that preferred, you know, retirement lifestyle. And sure. so there's lots of different ways to accomplish the same goal. Um, and many different people have kind of dubbed these different ideas of different fire methods. Um, the point is if you're sitting down with a financial advisor, they can help you organize this. If this is truly your goal, give our listeners that number that they can call to get a hold of you if they have questions. Maybe they want to retire earlier. Maybe they want to keep working later in life. There are adjustments that have to be made on either side of that equation, I would assume. Sure thing. And we actually recently uploaded a lot of this great information on our website. You can go to jonesfinancialtalk.com to be able to accomplish that. Also, you can reach out to us many different ways on the website to uh, request a meeting or request any additional information or resources. So please take us up uh, on that offer, listeners. All right. That sounds great. And it's jonesfinancialtalk.com, correct? That is correct. That's yep. right. Just go to jonesfinancialtalk.com and you can listen to this show, past shows, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, or Amazon Music. So great show so far, Nick. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion on retiring early here on Jones Financial Talk. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed, and green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, an easy way to determine where you should have your retirement assets allocated is to use the color system for your money. We created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money, which is located inside our Retirement Income Toolkit. Download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at jonesfinancialtalk.com or call us at 541-773-9567. Well, welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. Once again, this is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates. Listeners, if you'd like more information about what you hear on the show today, as Tony alluded to at the beginning of our break, please go to the website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Lots of great information on there. You can also click on the radio page which Tony and I love because you can listen to all of our past shows and get great educational resources there. Um, now, during on our program today, we've been chatting about the FIRE movement. And, and once again, that stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. And as the name implies, it's a philosophy geared towards folks who want to retire in their late 40s or 50s, if not even earlier, Tony. Yeah. And at the end of our first segment, you were talking about some of the potential benefits of retiring early. So maybe start the segment by breaking down some of the potential risks of the FIRE movement. There are many potential risks that you need to be aware of, listeners, if you embrace a strategy like this FIRE movement. The first of which is that if you retire early, you may be on the hook for the entire balance of any health care bill you know, that, that, that you may um, encounter. And remember, ah, in most yeah. cases, right, if, 
if you're you're not going to be eligible for Medicare until you, until you turn the age of 65. So this could be a huge gap. I mean, let's say that you retire at the age of 50. You know, what would, uh, you know, having to pay health care out of pocket uh, for as long as 15 years due to that financial strategy and the nest egg that you've shared? That's a question that you need to think through, right? And um, additionally, as we noted earlier in the in the show, you know, finding success with this FIRE philosophy is largely predicated on successful investments. But if your investments don't perform as well as expected, what do you do then? Right. And that's another major thing. And then finally, Tony, even if all of the financial parts of your own fire strategy work, there may be other more suitable downsides to retiring early. I mean, if your spouse continues to work and your close friends are still working, how are you going to fill up your days? I mean, for many, work is a very, very significant social outlet. And so, it's important to not just have a financial strategy for retiring early, but to have a strategy for what you really want to do in your personal life if you are able and willing to retire early. Right. And as you've said on past shows, Nick, you need to have a purpose and goals for your retirement. And in retirement, you need to have a purpose. So retiring early can throw a wrench in there. You need to not just think about the finances, but uh, what purpose? What are you going to do in retirement? I think that's great. How are you going to stay social? And I'm glad you brought up healthcare too, because that's a big one. I don't think people realize. I mean, Cobra is outrageously expensive. If you quit, if you retire at 50, you've got 15 years before Medicare kicks in, and healthcare insurance is outrageous. So, and might people might think, hey, you know, they're 48, they're thinking about this, they're like, I'm healthy, I'm 48, I feel good. Uh, let right. me just tell you, as a guy who's been in his 50s for about six years already, uh, when you hit, there's something magical about 50 or 51 where things can start to happen. They sure can. I mean, you they wouldn't sure know can. about that, Nick, because you're a young pup, but, uh, you know, <laughs> well, you I know are completely about correct. I mean, 15 years of having to pay health insurance premiums or not paying is a huge risk that could oh. potentially completely derail this whole situation. And yeah. So, you know, Tony, um, I completely agree. Clearly, the fire philosophy is just not going to be suitable for everybody. It's not going to work for them, Um, but it's potentially a very, very good option, you know, for something that you can think through. Um, You know, you have to think through lots of different lessons for those who have retired early like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And and so lesson number one, for instance, is get ready to spend less. (laughs) You know, I mean, again, the fire philosophy, right, the fire philosophy requires a significant commitment to saving money. And in some cases, you got to sock away as much as 50% of your salary to actually get there. So, you know, ultimately retiring early may require living well below your means before you're retired. Now, will you be okay with that? And will you be okay with watching friends and coworkers drive newer cars and take better vacations than you and splurge on things, you know, throughout the year that you are just constantly, you know, trying to accomplish one goal, which is saving every penny you can. Yeah. And speaking personally, you know, there are certain aspects of retiring early that do sound great, but ultimately for myself, I love my job and I'm not willing to give up some of the things my family and I enjoy in order to retire early. But then again, that's my perspective. I've got a wife and three kids. I love my job. Uh, People could be in a totally different scenario. You know, maybe they're, maybe they're single. They don't have a family and uh, they've saved up a lot and had a good job. And now they want to travel or do something else. So, uh, I, you know, Hey, for those who can make it work, you know, more power to you. Right. 
Definitely. And, you know, your perspective is totally understandable and, and perfectly okay for, for many, many people. You know, um, um, another thing that you need to consider is, you know, those who have already used this fire philosophy, you know, urge those considering um, it to practice living in retirement. Right. And so essentially that means doing some of the things that you dream about doing in retirement before you actually retire. Right. Try it out. This is very, very important. I mean, if every single day you're thinking what I'm going to do when I retire, is go out and, ro- and ride my road bike, you know, and hit the trails every day and stay healthy. Well, why don't you try to do that before you retire and see if you really enjoy riding 25 to 30 miles a day? What if you hate it? You know, I mean, one, one of my hobbies is golf and I'm like, I could golf every single day of the week. I love it so much. I could play every day, but you know what? I've got lots of clients that have retired and they thought the same thing, but they only golf once or twice a week. Right. I mean, they it's hit a, a wall. Toll. You hit a wall. It's a toll, yeah. right? Yeah. Both physically and mentally, you have to keep yourself sharp. You have to make sure that you've got plenty of things to do. And that's a very, very important part of this whole method or idea, Tony, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Try to try before you buy, so to speak. You know what that's I mean? Exactly try right. it out. And, and that <clears throat> seems like a sensible move. I mean, some people say, I want to live in an RV. Uh, try it for a, take a two week vacation while you're still working and live in an RV for two weeks. You know, <laughs> I mean, but even two weeks uh, and picture that full time year round. I, I don't know. You know, I, I think definitely people realize, oh, OK, this is fine for like the first five days. <laughs> but then but what? Then what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to golf every day. And then, uh, you know, after you golf a number of times each week for six months, you're like, OK, what next? Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, Next is this, and and let's think through this option as well. I mean, you definitely need to change the way that you approach money if you're going to do this, okay? And what I mean by that is when you reach what you consider to be financial independence, you know, your budget may have to look different because you'll no longer have that steady paycheck that you're receiving when you have a job. And as I often tell my clients, you know, living off your investments and spending down what you've saved requires a completely different way of thinking um, as well as new skills, right? I mean, Many people may have to live off of less than their original salary for their money and and have it last the duration of their retirement, which may mean sticking extremely close to a very, very tight budget. And in my uh, experience, it's often a lot harder for people to be exact um, when they're not working. Right. I mean, when you're working, it's easy because money comes in, money goes out. You're not as focused on it. But gosh, when you're retired, you really need to put pen to paper and make sure that you are watching that over carefully. That's for sure. I would definitely agree with that. And you've set me up perfectly to remind our listeners out there, Nick, that, hey, if they aren't already doing so, they need to be working closely with a financial advisor, a financial services professional like yourself, somebody who's independent, a trustworthy professional to guide them through these decisions, to make sure they're not making emotional decisions with their money and to make sure they have a plan in place, right? Well, that's right, because, yes, if you choose to move forward with that, you know, fire philosophy, you know, there's going to be uh, lots of expected challenges that you're going to need to consider. And, you know, we alluded to some of this earlier in the show. I mean, retiring early means that one of your largest social outlets is going to be gone. And it also means that a big part of your personal identity is going to be gone. Yeah. You know, and so you have to have a plan um, in place to deal with that loneliness and the boredom that could come if you're not fully prepared with it. And and so, you know, I've talked to lots of clients about this and, and it is a huge part of retirement for many, many people when they consider those, those social cues, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, you know what? We're out of time for this segment. We do have to take another quick break, Nick. 
Uh, but once again, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. I know you're offering that complimentary consultation. Sure thing. If you want to go out to our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com, lots of great ways to uh, look at the resources we provide there and request uh, any any uh, options uh, that we talk about on the show, as well as sitting down for a, a face-to-face meeting or a virtual meeting to answer any questions you might have, listeners. So just take us up on that offer, please. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions at 541-773-9567 or visit jonesfinancialtalk.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. Welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. This is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Listeners, we've talked a lot today about the FIRE method, which is a a nice way to consider early retirement if you're prepared for that. The one thing that I'd like to also talk through is as we discuss these types of things, this has come into my office, these topics, so often in the last three or four years because of COVID, people wanting to retire early. There's just so many other things that you need to consider rather than just focusing on one thing, that retirement income that's going to happen. And so Tony and I are going to discuss a few things now, the first of which Tony actually talked a little bit about earlier, health insurance. I mean, you know, today, I mean, somebody that's healthy in their 50s or 60s, early 60s, before the age of Medicare, you could be looking at spending up to $1,000 per month just for a premium for a pretty low-end health insurance plan. Sure. So Not to mention a, a family, money. it's going to be even higher. I mean, even even with, I know some company plans, even with the company paying for part of it, if you have a family uh, and you have the family plan and a decent plan, it can be well over $1,000. You know, I've, that's right. I've heard of twelve, thirteen hundred, and that's through an employer. If you If you're not employed and you had to pay out of pocket, it's going to be even more. Most people that retire early um, you know, that work for uh, the state or, or, or some other situation where they have a nice pension. It also does include in many situations, great health insurance. And sure. that's what allows them to retire early. But if, yeah. you, if you don't think through that, you know, I've, I've sat down with many clients. They're in their early sixties that literally feel like they have to live on basically nothing. They got to basically be broke for a couple of years until they get to the age of Medicare. Because in our country today, the marketplace with health insurance is a pay to play system. Yep. The more money that you make, right? The higher your premium is going to be. So if you want to live the lifestyle of what you're living today, making good money, you're going to pay a lot of money for health insurance. That's something you definitely need to think through. Right. And your spouse can throw a wrench into it depending on the age of your spouse, be it your husband or your wife. Um, My next door neighbor, Nick, had a situation where his wife is much younger than he is, right? And so he could have retired. He worked for the state, could have retired, was great. But they had such good health care benefits through the state. Um, when he sit, hit 65, if he had retired, she would have to, they would have to pay her and, and his health insurance. He would get Medicare, but he would also need supplements. But she would not be Medicare eligible for, uh, you know, 10 years or almost that, not quite. Uh, and that, that cost was so great that he kept, he just, they did the math and he kept working because of it. Yeah. Yeah. Plus they were able to bank. He was able to work. So they're like, well, let's bank the money. And then so literally the cost of health care 
kept him from retiring when he wanted yeah, to initially. I, I can totally appreciate that and understand it, You know, which kind of leads me to one of my next points too. And we've talked a lot on the show about long-term care. You know, and, and when people retire, especially when you're in your 40s or 50s and you're going to use that fire method, you don't think about the fact that 20, 30, 40 years from now, you're going to need some assistance. And oh my gosh, it is so incredibly expensive. I mean, if you, in that example we used earlier, thinking that you save 1.25 million to live on 50,000 a year, you're like, I'm good. That's plenty of money. Not a big deal. $50,000 a year won't even hardly cover half the cost of long-term care facilities if you need memory care. For one I mean, year. You, yeah. Memory for one care. Year. Yeah. The memory care at a really nice facility near uh, where my wife and I live uh, is $12,000 a month. Yeah. And I, I mean, it starts at the, on the low end, long-term care starts at like five uh, and six. Uh, but then as you go up or need memory care and need everything, uh, you can go all the way up to $12,000 a month. That's $120,000 a year. So you're going to spend down what you have and be living off the state in that care facility very quickly, unless you have a plan in place. And I know now there are some great options to help cover long-term care with uh, different insurance products and investment products where they offer uh, riders and things where it'll kick in if you need long-term care, right? Definitely. There are lots of great solutions that you should be talking to your advisor about to try to make sure that you set yourself up to, sure. you know, to succeed in that area. And <clears throat> another thing is taxes. Clearly we, we've oh. spent many, many shows talking about how detrimental taxes are to a retiree's budget, but that that's the truth. I mean, if you're in your forties or fifties, you know, and you're like, I'm going to make 50 grand a year. That's fine. Is it 50 net or is it 50 gross? There you go. And yeah. are you married or are you single? Right. Because how much of that are you actually going to lose in taxes? 50 gross is more like 40 net. Yeah. You know? And so uh, it's just a huge, huge thing. If you're really going to save for the majority of your career and aggressively do that, you better be talking to somebody about tax advantaged accounts, Roth accounts, um, different buckets of money when it comes to tax Maybe taxation. cash value life insurance that to- can come totally. out tax free. You, you got to think about all those options to save every penny you possibly can. And so, you know, taxes are just going to definitely be a huge part of that conversation or better be if you're uh, if you're going to take something like this on. Yeah, they're typically the two biggest expenses in people's retirement are health care and uh, taxes. So guess what? We're out of time. It flew by, Nick. Uh, anything else for our listeners before we go? You know, I just basically urge you to go to our website, uh, like I always do, jonesfinancialtalk.com. Lots of great resources on there. And um, more importantly, I hope that you find the show educational. And and on our website, you're going to find lots of educational resources that you can use. So please visit us at jonesfinancialtalk.com. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.